The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura's been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post Night of the New York Stock Exchange. Futures a bit soft ahead of the open as we get more cautionary signals about the U.S. consumer, most notably from Walmart and jobless claims, highest in two years on a continuing basis. Yields are dropping, 10-year, 445, busy day for Fed speak. Our roadmap begins with Walmart, though, under pressure, raising the full-year guide, but it still comes in below street forecasts, and it does overshadow a quarterly beat. It is also a rough morning for shares of Cisco. That stock is taking a hit after the company cut its full-year revenue outlook. And we'll also have takeaways from the meeting between Presidents Biden and Xi. That, of course, on the sidelines of that APEC summit in San Francisco. A lot of earnings to get to this morning, but we will start with Walmart sinking uh, almost uh, 6%, uh, despite beating third quarter earnings and revenue estimates. Retailer gives a cautious outlook about consumer spending. Here's CFO David Rainey on the call last hour. Recently, we've experienced a higher degree of variability in weekly performance in between holiday events in the U.S., including seeing a softening in the back half of October that was off-trend to the rest of the quarter. Sales during November have turned higher as unseasonal weather abated and we kicked off holiday events. So sales have been somewhat uneven, and this gives us reason to think slightly more cautiously about the consumer versus 90 days ago. Jim, people say the comp was almost the opposite of target, up 4.9 instead of down 4.9. It came from a very hot place versus a cold place with target, and we have we had Brian on last night. Brian Cornell was very, very bullish, uh, not on the consumer, but on his course's own operation. I, I would point out, I, I think that John David Rainey really did give you the thrust of why you probably don't want to sell it down here, which is that cold weather did ignite sales. We did have October was weak, but if you're going to do this week to week, it's very difficult. I think it's very easy to say Walmart's had a big run. So let's just go buy Target. All-time highs yesterday. Yeah, highs, Tough to come into it. You uh, told us we'd high. be safe in Walmart, though. I was wrong. I did not tell you we'd be safe. Yes, you did. You'd say no, look, I think you said well, you were talking about how no, the stores no, are in great shape. No, and... I was talking about the movie Witness. <laughs> Jeez. No, look, I think that, that Walmart's been the horse and Target hasn't. But e-commerce is up 24 percent versus Target's uh, much weaker. Same store sales healthy. Uh, I do, remember, same store sales were plus 4.9 and, and Target's were uh, minus 4.6. It does matter. Without a doubt. And we pointed out yesterday, of course, there's a big discrepancy in the performance of both stocks over last, whatever you want to yeah. measure, the last couple of years, last year as well. But you did have high hopes coming into the quarter. Well, they I seem still, to be dashed a bit by this guidance. I think that it is Walmart's time. If the cons- This is the wheelhouse. If, if the consumer is weak, they will go to Walmart. 
And uh, I don't want to be too granular here, but the, the, in an aisle-by-aisle aisle contest you're going to go with, with Walmart, I do think the target got to the point where it seemed like that it was doing really poorly. In the, and let's remember, same-source sales are the real health Without a doubt, and yet that stock soared yesterday on the gross margin, on the profitability, which was far higher, despite, to your point, and we talked about this, the fact that many expect, or at least there's an expectation, you could still see negative comps next year for Target. Not going to be the case for Walmart. I asked Brian Cornell that exactly. And I would point out that one of the things that I liked was that they seem to have gotten this shrink, the stealing under control. They've had to do it with lock and key, Carl, and I don't think people like locking key, but what he's doing different from what I think many of us remember anecdotally at, say, a Walgreens, is there's someone on every single aisle. So when you press, and David, I know you like this, when you press, what happens is there's someone there as opposed to the, can I have help in the uh, shaver area? You know, and it's like, wow, I mean, and you feel awful too. Uh, Grocery inflation down uh, 300 basis points quarter on quarter. The headline that is popping this morning is the line that we may be managing through a period of deflation in the months to come. Right, which therefore it says that, look, you may think that the same store sales are decelerating, but that that is in keeping with deflation. That's actually a, a line by line. I, I don't buy the decel uh, other than the fact that it absolutely is, it's, it's one for one with inflation. So Remember, you don't, the, the idea that margins in the past have been the function of inflation you don't think the inverse starts to happen now? No. Look, because profit is growing 2% faster than sales. It's going to be twice sales in Q4. I think the plan is working. Uh, look, I think you sell it down here. For the reason why you would sell, well, I don't I want to sell it down nine. But the only reason you would really sell it down here is if you just said, I have such a big run. I literally just say this thing's overvalued versus Target. And I would argue that that's not the case. I think that Walmart's very good and the Target is undervalued. Is there any read on the consumer overall? Again, back to Walmart here. Uh, last couple of weeks of October were a little weaker or a slowdown. But then the first two weeks of November, things seemed to pick up, particularly apparel, maybe because it got colder. Uh, is there any takeaway, Jim, do you think, either from Target or Walmart or anything else you've heard in terms of the consumer right now? Well, I, the Target call, there were over 30 instances of, the, of, of Brian Cornell talking about that the consumer was strapped uh, or, or in a tough situation but resilient. And the commentary at Walmart is, look, we, we're okay. It's kind of where you shop if you feel that you know, the prices are very good at Walmart, as you know. So I don't know. I mean, I, 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 was, I was chafing when, when Brian Cornell was saying all these negatives about the consumer, and, and yet the, the profit growth, it, it's good, but the sale, you know, I just, look, the profit growth was so much better than people thought. And On that target. Was, yes, and that was a function of they didn't have a bad inventory problem, so there's no discounting, no promotion. And I think that they finally have a, they, they have those costs under control. They have freight under control. Stephanie Lincoln was talking about this too earlier this morning. They had a lot of different things that were out of their control supply chain, and they all now are in control. And they're opening stores again. Yep. They just opened a store on 14th Street, which is comping very he, well. 14th he, Street in Manhattan. He told you we like opening stores. Yes, which was good because I had asked them about the clothing. Remember, they did close. They closed some stores in Philadelphia. Interesting that one of the most challenged stores is a Mission Street in San Francisco. And, and Brian told me that store is now making a lot of money. Challenged because there was a, there was a shrink problem. I saw a mass raid when I was there. And he said, listen, we got that under control. T.D. Cowan, though, does cut target today. Uh, Margins can come without growth, uh, says Oliver, but it would be nice to have a great tasting vanilla strawberry cake and eat it too. 
Also, by the way, Children's Place is down 16. Yeah. We know what Burberry said yesterday. Burberry's, geez, yeah, again, that's, God, Burberry's just, it's just China. I love Oliver's stuff. I am not backing away from thinking that Brian's got this under control. I think that David's right that there could be a same-store sale problem. But you know what? People thought that about Macy's, and I wish I had bought Macy's at 11. Right. Macy's is actually going to be going the other way uh, from uh, Walmart today. You can see it right there, up almost 10% on better than expected. You know, what would be the, do you know what would be the pivot for Macy's? It's kind of interesting. What? If the Chinese were to resume Trab- travel to, to, yeah, the, there's to three the U.S., for example. Three a day versus 33 before the— uh, Yeah, the flagship store on uh, here in 33rd yeah. Street. Did you hear? Uh, certainly is a beneficiary of significant tourism, particularly from China, which obviously right. is not really happening. No, and I didn't see anything from the conference that would indicate that the junkets are going to, 100 junkets are going to bloom. No, no, it doesn't appear that way. We're going to get to obviously covering right. uh, in, in very shortly. We should probably hit Cisco. Yeah, I mean, as well we can morning. lump Cisco and Palo Alto together. Of course, uh, Cisco with the beat, uh, but the guide below uh, for Q2 right. revenues and EPS, Chuck told you. Customers have stuff they still haven't installed. Cisco clear, clear miss. Uh, they, sh- they first told you they had this big backlog, and now the backlog seems to have shifted to the customer. Except for it's, it's not backlog <laughs> with the customer. It's just they have too much, and they, and they can't. Someone was saying this, and they stuffed the channel. No, they didn't stuff the channel. Cisco sold the stuff. Customers bought it, and haven't been able to implement it. Uh, and that's just bad. Okay, That was a very big very big number of cut that they gave you for the, the for the future. Getting very big. Right, well, no, so but that makes sense. They, they, a they was a giant of new down, product giant. orders in the first quarter of fiscal 24 believes the primary reason is the customers are currently focused on, as, as Carl just said, installing and implementing products in their environments following exceptionally strong product delivery. Right. I feel like this has happened with Cisco in the past here, you know, along the way. I'm not going to disagree with that. And there have been times, and interestingly enough, here it is back at 45. Yep. I would tell you that, that Chuck Robbins would say, you know what, we didn't do well. It was not a good quarter. Well, what accounts uh, but for that? Had, I mean, what? Do well, you need because, to just push more sales? I, I don't know. No, I don't mean, they were, the, the customers wanted a lot. He had a problem delivering because of supply chain. So then when he delivered it, they turned out they couldn't handle it all at once. Uh, but it, that's, it was a bad judgment. What people, of course, are saying is that there's a macro concern that the customer doesn't want, and these are the big hyperscalers. And, and Chuck would tell you that's absolutely not true. They, they want everything. And he had a big meeting with Jensen Wong the other day where they're talking about, uh, remember, remember uh, NVIDIA bought Mellanox, which was a company that integrates, helps integrate. Right. Their and, and Jensen's going to Cisco and say, listen, we want you to be a partner, too. Cisco resells some of the NVIDIA stuff. We can talk about Microsoft well, later. Splunk shareholders are probably happy they took all cash. No disagreement there. Yeah. And the Splunk deals, uh, I was hoping to hear that the Splunk deal would be closed because it's cash. Uh, March, April, but it's it's really up in the air. It's going to take closes. a little while. I mean, but, it's, it's right. moving along, though. Right. But I want to say, because Nikesh is going to, to, to bury an axe in my head, that Nikesh is arguing, Nikesh Aurora from Palo Alto Alto. is arguing that there's absolutely no change. That he says it's not a function of demand. Right, and he he made a point that the profits are what matter, and take a look at the revenues, and then it gets into this concept TCV, you know, the, the the total contract value, which included financing, because he said that the cost of money's gotten so high. That conference call was incredibly contentious, where there were people. At one point, someone said, "Have you?" Is this like Cisco? Have you listened to Cisco call? And he goes, no, you see, like, 
I'm actually giving you my call right now. But when I'm done, I will not listen to Cisco because that's a hardware company and we're not. Yeah. It was, uh, and the stock's down 70. Remember, this was the sixth best performer in the S&P coming into Right. I mean, with the case with all, well, many of these, Walmart, certainly uh, Palo Alto, maybe not as much. as They came in, Alibaba also, a lot hot. of expectations. Came, came in hot. They came in hot. Baba had been up a lot, for example, just in anticipation of the summit right. uh, of Apex. Yeah, so, and Target was ice um, cold. And Target was ice cold. But uh, uh, Palo Alto did guide second quarter billings below the street, and they okay. cut. Well, well, all right, so. Am I he, wrong? No, but he was saying that billings, the cash was saying that billings are no longer the accurate read. Oh, okay. You got to. You know, you, you got to use performance. And I, I'm but, not, there are many performance obligations is something that Mark Benioff taught me is what you should be looking at at Salesforce. Uh, I can't suddenly say, you know what, Benioff tells it, RP, you know, RPO is good and Nikesh doesn't. Just that, that had not been the way I looked at it. But he would come back and say, yeah, we didn't look at it when, when rates were so high. I, you know, I asked him directly, I said, listen, the stock's down 20 points. You look at, I mean, how good could you be? And you know, basically, Nikesh always reminds you that you're not as, well, it's like, okay, okay. One time I told Andy Reid, because I, I have to use the NFL. Of course you uh, should. Andy Reid that I didn't like a play that he did. And he goes, well, you see, that's because you're a fan and you know nothing. <laughs> I said, thank you. Uh, I know well, that investors may know nothing and have decisions about the stock. Yes, and I did get the impression that, that Nikesh Aurora Andy Reid me. He Andy Reid me. Okay. Well, his stock's going to be down today, but we'll see. But, in but the, in we the, give him the benefit of the doubt, given the performance they've had over the last the, well, five that, years. That's okay. See, uh, and the cash order has not missed. I mean, he's got, he wants to get to $100 billion and he, he will get there. It, look, what matters? Okay, let's go back to what matters. The attacks are every day. Uh, threat prevention is what matters. The sales were terrific. The profits were amazing. Very different situation from Cisco. So, uh, and I want to give him the catch that uh, the thing that David said, which is this look, the stock came in just everybody was looking for a big upside, like Walmart. And it turned out that what you should be going for were the things that were doing badly, uh, relatively target, not Children's Place. I mean, you know, Children's Place is right. not a. Not right. Not and, I, and I mentioned but Baba yes, as well, which we used to focus a lot on. And, can we and, talk about Baba for a second? Uh, I think this, we can. No, sure. but I mean, the, I mean I, a lot of people were so high on the cloud initiative. Yes, and now they're no longer going to be spinning cloud. Cool. Uh, they're, they're going to continue ahead with the plan to spin. Cloudy with other, a chance of meatballs? Other, is that what you're telling me? Other, other units, but cloud is, uh, is staying behind. And that may be a disappointment. As I said, it also, it's hard to see on this chart. It came in with a little bit of enthusiasm in terms of some hopes for a breakthrough, perhaps, between right. Biden and Xi that would reflect positively in some way. Um, and it may be lack of that, but, and the quarter, which was fine, but not, fine. not, not great. No. Uh, they didn't, you know, they, they met estimates. They didn't beat. Uh, EPS was shy, but revenue was in line. Yeah. Right. I mean, look, I think that. China's been so hit or miss. It was good for Starbucks. Yes, I know we have these labor issues coming up. And they didn't have the oat milk. They didn't have the oat milk yesterday in mine. But they were out of the gingerbread. The other but the gingerbread, completely fine. But I would point out that I'm not worried about, about Starbucks because the demand for a coffee is great. Nike, it's still saying good things. Apple said great things, even though we were supposed to think that Apple was getting crushed by Huawei. But when it comes to luxury goods, like at Estee Lauder, David, that's been a challenge position for my travel trust. I figured you'd like bring that out ahead of you saying that. Um, but I would I would point out that challenge. That's one way to say that. If you didn't own it, you'd say something else. But yeah. Well, Burberry comps <laughs> up only one 
Uh, and uh, down 10 in the Americas, Jim. That's raising some concerns about the look, I, look, you know, look, you go to Walmart, they're not selling a lot of Burberry, okay? They're selling things that look like Burberry, and, and I feel great about that. I love, my Walmart comp to plus 16%, my, my Walmart. Your particular Walmart? My particular Walmart comp. Is that in the release? No, I just, it's literally just Jim you. running up and down the aisles buying no, anything know, he can. They know my Walmart. I, I think it's important to know your Walmart and how it's doing. Yeah. Uh, meantime, a busy day today. Uh, we got claims, of course, import-export prices now, industrial production. Let's get to Rick Santelli. Hey, Rick. Yes, industrial production for the month of October expected to be down four-tenths of a percent, Carl. Comes in at down six-tenths of a percent, which means it's the lowest net negative month-over-month change of the year. You have to go back to December to find a bigger negative, and that was a big one at minus 1.54. We do see a revision, also a bit negative, taking our 0.3 for September down to only 0.1. On utilization, expecting 79.4, another big miss here, 78.9. You have to go back to... October of 2021 to find a smaller number, uh, 78.9. As a matter of fact, just to really put context, the last time we were at 80 or higher has been basically a year, November of last year. Uh, These normally fuel lower interest rates, as you see today, weaker data points. But do remember, we also have the other side of the equation in the form of debt, supply, and servicing that are also potentially a tug of war with interest rates. Tenure down seven basis points on the session. Squawk on the street will return after a short break. Electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones, from powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY, a big idea that inspired the world to invest differently and still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Let's turn to U.S. China, a day after Presidents Biden and Xi met on the sidelines of that APEC summit in California. Our Eamon Javers was in the room with President Biden and Chinese President Xi during their dinner with the U.S. CEOs, Eamon, and a lot of discussion today about these standing ovations. Yeah, that's right, Carl. This was uh, not President Biden, just President Xi of China. I was in the room for this extraordinary evening last night as the leader of the Chinese Communist Party told a room full of many of the wealthiest capitalists in the world that China is ready to be a partner and a friend to the United States. And he drew a standing ovation from the ballroom full of top American executives. Some of the biggest names in finance were there, including billionaire BlackRock CEO Larry Fink and billionaire Blackstone Group CEO Stephen Schwartzman, who flanked China. Chinese President Xi Jinping at the head table during the dinner last night. Also in uh, the front of the room were Tim Cook of Apple and Albert Borla of Pfizer, among many other American executives. Xi Jinping said that the United States and China have a responsibility to lead the world. 
Ladies and gentlemen, friends, we are in an era of challenges and changes. It is also an era of hope. The world needs China and the United States to work together for a better future. We, the largest developing country, that is China, and the largest developed country, the United States, we must get along with each other. And one interesting note there, uh, Elon Musk was in the building uh, during the dinner. He attended a VIP reception before the event in the room where Xi Jinping was expected to be. Uh, but the Tesla CEO left before dinner began and was not seated at the head table last night. Back over to you guys. Um, Eamon, you know, there, there has been some, I, I'd like to hear it from you, obviously, being in the room, that there really wasn't much offered in the way, though, of concrete invitations, so to speak, to corporate America to come or invest or anything sort of offered that might make things a bit easier, was there? Yeah, no, it was sort of a de-escalatory speech, you know, very diplomatic. Uh, you know, Xi Jinping talked about, uh, you know, the Doolittle raids back in World War II, the pandas, all kinds of things that the United States and China have in common. Uh, he also said that they have two different systems of government uh, and uh, that the Chinese respect the American system of government. Uh, but he did not say specifically, to my recollection, you know, we want you CEOs to invest uh, in China. He did say he wants Americans generally to travel to China. He wants a lot of back and forth. He wants students to come, uh, that sort of thing. But uh, this was uh, just a fascinating moment. I mean, sort of this extraordinary scene where some of the top corporations in the world were gathering to honor Xi Jinping and the list of names. I tweeted it out a short time ago of the sponsors and attendees at this event. Uh, you know, it was pretty much an all-star list of American capitalism in the room last night. Yeah, a lot of the page ones today, Eamon, talking about that uh, establishment of military communications. We'll see what kind of benefits uh, that pays off, if any, uh, in the months and years to come. Eamon Javers, what a story uh, this week out west. Take a look at the pre-market here. We've been through Walmart and Cisco and Palo Alto. Get to some of the other names that are making some news today. Futures close to the lows of the session and yields also a little bit lower today as well. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash as well in a minute. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back. Let's uh, get to a mad dash opening bell. Uh, very, very close. Minute and 15 seconds. So you don't have a lot of time to talk in. OK, well, one of the if you want a tech stock that could rally today, there's a Mizuho piece. Very good upgrade. Uh, hold to buy Intel saying they finally have a roadmap, but also talk some of the parts, David, $84. So if you're looking for something to withstand the selling, go with Intel. 
it's a nice piece. They got a roadmap uh, uh, for pro- prolific product launches. It's very positive. Pat Gelsinger's doing a lot of things that are right. And you've become a bit more positive. I have to. I have to because he's 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 taking he's unlocking value, and he's got a better roadmap than he had a, you know, than this company's had in a long time. So yes, I am more positive than what Pat's doing. I have to. Be. He's doing a lot of good things, and I can't ignore them and say, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the, the upgrade talks about Intel share actually maybe flat Let's get the opening bell here on the CNBC World Time Exchange. The big board of this Hamilton Insurance Group celebrating its recent IPO. And at the NASDAQ, National Women's Soccer League champions. Welcome FC. Got some F1 action tonight as well. Oh, I can't wait. Now, I've got to tell you, I always like stock takeaways, all right? So I think there's a lot of stock takeaways. And I first got interested in these stocks, came in when you talked to the buffet. That's when I first realized maybe you have something here. And then you have uh, uh, Stefano uh, c- coming in, taking over. I'm, th- I'm just saying that you were the one that broke down the Braves and you broke down uh, for- Formula One. And there's a lot of money being made. There is. There is. I mean, you know, obviously you can see what's happened to Look at uh, that. Formula One tonight at eight, of course. Don't miss Sarah's doc. Uh, and we'll be hearing from her uh, in the next hour. There's something hour. for everyone, I'm saying. You can make some, you know, watch it, maybe make some money off the stock. I think the stock had yeah. been red hot. Yeah, it has not. been. I mean, they've created quite a franchise, been helped a great deal, of course, during the pandemic by that uh, Netflix show. Yeah, which, wasn't that something? It's just brought in a lot of new fans. Um, and as for the Braves, that's sort of a separate, a separate situation. There is always continued question there, frankly, whether... Right. There's going to be a, an ability to sell it somehow, right. but typically, you know, those are all cash deals. Uh, Liberty doesn't like to do that. You want to do something that's got tax benefits to it. Um, we'll see. But that's been a very successful property for them as well. Not just the team, but the real right. estate. I, well, my child trust owns Win. We just bought some, and what's amazing was I would think there would be a read through because Win is doing so well and it's sold out. But it doesn't matter. They have two properties in Macau. One's doing well, and one's not. And I'm always looking at China. Of course, it's the upscale one not doing well. Because again, it's almost as if she has just said, "Don't show us wealth." Right. Don't show us wealth. He didn't really give a lot. No, to he didn't. He corporate didn't. America or to any. Hot Tan you know, was there. I mean, listen. We didn't get the, uh, the military high sign. cooperation. Fentanyl, great. Yeah, Hot Tan. What do you? Have you heard from? Uh, have you heard anything, Jim, on VMware? No. Because no. I was hoping that that would be an There's a lot branch. of risk arms who are completely locked up in their election here every day. They're like, oh, my God, we can't do anything. The point is they made an election weeks ago. They can't trade the stock. They can't. What you see right now is so little shares being traded because everybody else is stuck. Yeah, it's, fascinating. I, I, it's a fascinating situation as they await approval from the NHS authorities in China. There's been some hope that maybe it'll come out of this meeting somehow, even though it seems unrelated. Well, remember, he nobody knows. say very shortly which therefore I interpret as being this meeting, and he was at the dinner. He was at the dinner, right? Yeah, the he, dinner, the fabled dinner. I mean, honestly, I, I'm putting together an ETF tonight. <laughs> I am. I actually was, Ben Stoto, my research director, suggested that. The journal broke it all down. Uh, Apple, BlackRock, Qualcomm, uh, Benioff and Musk go but don't stay for the dinner, and then Zuckerberg wasn't there at all. Unbelievable. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg doesn't have any business Doesn't have any business yeah. there. Maybe he's, you know, Zuckerberg's made, he's free I mean, speech. Half of all of Tesla's cars are made in Shanghai. There's no, but 
Yeah. yeah, well, you don't stay I think for Zuck- dinner. Zuckerberg's become the standard bearer for the free speech, and for the good part of tech. Well, they're, they're now allowing ads on Instagram that, that you can talk about a, a stolen election. That's one of the stories that broke yesterday. Well, look, I'm a, I, I, I was hoping at one point, because I'm selfish and my challenge also is it, that TikTok might be, a, that more than just some lone senator out west might be against TikTok. But TikTok is trying to, I, I pushed back there and said, who, this was on Gaza. Yeah. Uh, and it's very hard to get a line on The only thing I would say is the Chinese limit the consumption of TikTok in their own country to a very small amount of time amongst the population. Of course, that can, you can do that when you're a dictator. Right. Hey, watch which, out. Which, which the president which said the he president is. Said he but is. It, was, it was ad hoc. It was not uh, done as part of the, the formal remarks. But no, but he's like, yeah, he's a dictator. Well, I mean, do we, which, are we living in another world, way, an alternate world with this fentanyl, right? Say again? There's an alternate world with fentanyl. Well, we're not going to flood your country with fentanyl anymore. But honestly, fentanyl, how is that a foreign policy issue? Isn't it just a criminal issue? Well, crack down on the people who are selling us fentanyl. And well, wait, they have. I'm not saying that they have. Right. They provide the chemicals to the cartels in Mexico that put it together, that get it over the border here. And, of course, it is, you know, we don't discuss it at this show very often for obvious reasons. But Polo it is Hermanos? a crisis in our country of enormous proportions. We're talking. No, it's unbelievable. Hundred thousand deaths from, from opioid and opioid-related uh, drugs in this country. It's it's shocking. And the I find only shocking. that you know, other than on our great, you know, the Netflixes of the world, do we ever hear about it? Hulu. I mean, the best the best things that have been done have just been these dramatic. Well, I, no, I shouldn't say the. Uh, that, that there was a, a good, uh, there's been some books about it. Dope, what are you talking about? Dope sick or? Yeah, I, yeah, I thought dope sick was very good. I, well, I think it brought, brought it to light. No, listen, we, I think a lot of us understand Purdue Pharma and what really happened there and what they actually did. Right. Well, see, the Sacklers, I remember going horrible to, the, to the Sackler Museum at Harvard um, and saying, boy, these Sacklers must be so terrific. And then I, I had a kind of second thought about it. You can't hope that if we can cut the, the chemicals coming from China, that will uh, will help. Yeah. Do you think that the establishment of military communications removes some of the worst case scenarios on Taiwan? That yes. was discussed a lot yesterday. Yeah, but I want to see a follow through because I remember when uh, President Obama met Xi and he said he wasn't going to go down south China Sea and then literally a week later went down south China Sea. I want to see a cessation of this uh, taunting the Philippines. Uh, I want to see a recognition that uh, not that I know he's never going to say Taiwan's a, separate, a sovereign state, but a recognition that, look, we're not going to do these flyovers. I mean, the, 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 I think the flyovers are, are obnoxious and should end. I felt like if this had gotten more out of control that we should put troops there, but I know that's not our posture. Uh, broad retail weakness, Jim. Dollar General, Costco, Walmart, of course, is the story, but Dollar Tree, Etsy's also in there. Yeah, I, it's funny. It's just it's so indiscriminate. It, Costco's actually... But this is like my problem with Walmart. If you really think that Brian Cornell's right about the consumer and there's all these different reservations, then you, you should be buying Costco. But again, Costco is at a high. These stocks were at highs, and there's going to be rotation into other places that are not doing as well. I find that this is a market that has said, all right, we see what's hot, Magnificent 7. Let's take some profits, Magnificent 7. Uh, retail's been hot, let's take some profits. And let's find areas that aren't, uh, aren't doing as well. I mean, I have, the, I have CSX on tonight. That stock said nothing, so let's go buy some CSX. And the market sometimes is that stupid. All right, they're listening. See that? Yeah. Well, I'm just you know, buy some CSX. Right. Uh, David, are the brokerage stocks ever going to come back? I don't know, Jim. I 
I don't know. Uh, I mean, they did earlier in the week, obviously, on the CPI number in particular, not brokerage, but banking. I mean, Bank America up sharply, given the benefit to its bond right. portfolio that we've talked so often about as being a real victim of the move higher in rates, particularly right. at the long end. Uh, hey, well, you know, Gorman's making some comments. Today. Yeah, um, James Gorman made some comments. I think CNBC Asia. Yeah. Uh, they were positive. Constructive. Weren't they? Yeah. Constructive. Now, I, I, I hate to Do see Do we want James to take Gorman. a listen to those? Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, take a listen. Yeah, we That's got That's code for put a, the, what is it, S- SOT, whatever it is? SOT, yes, sound on tape. Thank take you. a listen to James Gorman talking about inflation. The answer is yes. Inflation was 10%. Uh, wasn't transitory. There were some structural issues. There were supply chain issues. Are we done? We're not done. Um, is 2% absolutely necessary? My personal view is no. Uh, but directionally, to be heading in that uh, around 2-3%, I think is a very acceptable outcome. Look, he was telling me that 4, that he felt if it was 4, it was going to be okay not that long ago. I will say this about James Gorman. Has he ever looked as refreshed and as excited now that he's leaving? I mean, maybe that's the trick when you're on Wall Street. You, you, you serve time, and then you get to enjoy your life. He looks so darn happy. He does. It looks good. Isn't that nice? Good. Yeah, sure. Another chapter beginning for him soon, although he still will be uh, chair. Right, yes. but I mean, he's just kind of glow up, about him. He's not, it doesn't feel like the weight of the world's on him. The, the $75 price down from 100 he, he's not wearing that, like the, the cheap suit of that. Not, you know? He's not. You're right. But cheap suit is right, man. Oh, it's not even a suit. No, I'm not wearing a suit. God, thank God. You, you have jacket, to tell jacket and talk. I'm so glad I don't here. smoke because, man, what we have. I know, I know. This is a fire hazard. I know. Polyester. Well, I mean, this is acetylene. I mean, it's not even, if it was poly, it'd be fine, but it's one of those, it's like butane. He's got a butane, he's got I, a butane actually, jacket. Actually, I put this on this morning, I Old thought, oh, butane this is, pants. This is butane. fire jacket that yeah, you're, loves. Yeah. You, know, you ever hear, you know what NGLs are? No, I don't. Natural gas liquids. Ah. You are very, you're like a master limited partnership, David. Um, Gorman's point, though, about deflation, Jim, uh, we mentioned the Walmart comments. I don't know if you saw PPI yesterday, but thank you, Lizanne Saunders. Deepwater freight down 11. It's the biggest drop in a decade. Look, it's it's going too much the Fed's way. Timbers was on this morning. Dick Timbers. He's obviously the person I think is closest to the Fed of of print because our own Steve Lees was very close. And you kind of just said, look, there is no case now. There's no case to tighten. But that that Jay Powell is not going to come out and say we're not going to tighten because that's not his style. That's been my view. Like, why declare victory? That's one of the dumbest things in the world. So, in other words, you do not talk about it until you actually do it. Is that how the playbook will go? I think that's right. Don't ask, don't tell. Um, Cisco shares down 11.5%. Oh, you Uh, had to just go. I'm sorry, up 6% for for the last 12 months, but... Obviously, no longer performing in line with well, the S&P. Bad, bad guy means, you know, talking more than a billion-dollar you know, miss. I did want to make one point here. But, this is not a, a just a long-term value sometimes. You remember, Cisco, I, I had a chart made. I don't know if we you had You mean it. when it was $400 billion? And you go in that? 25 years. Number yeah. one. Take a look. Just, sometimes you never get back. You know, sometimes no. it just doesn't happen for you. I don't know if we have the chart. There it you is. You mean like the Jets? Look at the Look at that. Remember the dot-com boom? I know. Wow. Wow. Will you look at that? Qualcomm going to 1,000? Infospace, remember that one? Come on. First trillion-dollar company? Not. AOL. But, yeah, there's Cisco, a survivor for certain, but nowhere near the almost half a trillion-dollar market cap that it 
inhabited at that point. Yeah, I remember the Nortel orders didn't come through. Remember that? Remember the Nortel order? Yeah, Nortel went bankrupt because the Chinese Huawei basically stole all their intellectual property. That's absolutely right. I'm out of business. Wow. Yeah. I did a, I did, that was my first cyber espionage. You're piece. as sharp as the day you were canned. Uh, thank you. A lot of Lucid and JDS Uniface. Lucid! Yep, yep. Oh my god, the Brazilian order! JDS and remember when JDSU was just don't sell us and then it became with JDSU and then it became yeah. just don't sue us? Yeah. With the beret. With the beret, they did the SDLI deal. It's like a $30 billion all-stock transaction. Both companies are gone. Unbelievable. Copper Mountain. That, that was a year we would come in. I had this, this group called the Red Hots, and of course they all vanished. But we, you would be following these companies, Carl, and they, they, they would just have unbelievable uh, orders, orders, orders. And then one order would go away, like the Lucid order. I'm not going to mention the CEO because it was a, kind of an ugly moment, but he came to see me and he goes, Brazil order didn't make it. I said, but that was like the biggest miss of the ride. Could that really just be Brazil? Oh, Lucid you're talking about. Yeah, Rich, Rich McGinn. McGinn. Yeah. I wasn't going to mention his name. You had to go bring it up. I'm going down. We're going down this. We're, we're the rabbit hole. Yeah, it's not memory lane. It's a, it's a, it's a rabbit like hole. It's the most widely held stock. Everyone had, everyone had Lucid. Where did Lucid end up with Alcatel? Well, let's, oh, like, no, let's see. It's, they, they just did a big... Um, no, Lucid ended up with no, Alcatel. No, Lucid's or Lucid's. There's a new Lucid. There's a Lucid and a Lucent. <laughs> I know, but to me, they seem... No, that's not fair. Don't confuse that's people. not well, fair. That's, that's not fair. A, I didn't mean to the news of no. this decade. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, Microsoft, Jim, uh, Nadella's keynote, uh, the Ignite conference. Oh. Actually, there's a lot of discussion about the chips coming from uh, AMD and the chips coming from Microsoft and what that means for NVIDIA. Great interview, but I would tell you that that is, you know, you used to have vaporware, that's semiware, okay? Because right now, Microsoft is teamed up with Oracle because they don't have enough NVIDIA chips. Sure, everybody has an NVIDIA knockoff, everybody. Well, let you know, show me the money. David, no one has, a, no one has an H200, no one has. No one has it? Jensen has it. Oh, they Remember, have. they charge 40000 for the one that's not as high. point is nobody else has that You know, I just feel like if so everybody comes on... be able to design their own AI chips successfully? Yeah, yeah, like, like, it, like he worked on it for 20 years. These people say, oh, I, yeah, we got it. I want to see them. Where, and I want to see the foundry that's making them. I think at NVIDIA, which is going to report... Tuesday. Uh, it could, look, in light of what we've seen, when you report a good quarter, it's not enough. Maybe, but I will, and there's some people who say they're going to have to raise by a couple billion. I don't, I don't want to put that hype in it. But I just think that the idea that you can do an NVIDIA knockoff, like it's some sort of, you know, Yeti. It's like a Yeti. Was, I got a Yeti Nadella knockoff. was interesting with John Ford. I thought, you know, we forget sometimes, I'm, we talk so much about generative AI, but the writing of code is probably one of its most significant advances at this point is oh absolutely in terms of the ability to have engineers so much is filled in now no he was saying in the positive light but certainly right. it will seem to replace uh, any number of jobs well, look, well it is time. amazing let's say you had a let's say you were designing something okay you're designing a a brand new potato chip what well, we have to do is just chip. yes yeah. okay what sure. you have to do is speak into the thing you know you just go to adobe and say listen i want a site just saying that Adobe ServiceNow, which I think has some good announcements coming up, these companies are making money right now on AI. And, 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 and look, Copilot is probably the number one way to make money. So yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm the total props to Microsoft, but Adobe's having it. Adobe and ServiceNow have been the biggest winners so far. That's an all-time high on now. Look at that. Microsoft just about maybe a dollar away from a fresh high as well. Look at ServiceNow. I mean, yeah, they are. They're very integrated. I'm beginning to question. I mean, if you're in the same room 
as Jensen Wong. Does that mean you, you've got the glow? Because I had dinner with him, and I don't feel like I'm glowing. I'm just like it. It's like the greatest guy. That's it. Everyone says the same thing. You know, he's, he's such a great guy because everyone expects him to be, you know, kind of like a, a guy never, who doesn't have to... Never met him. Well, we know that there's some people, for instance, like, let's say there's a guy who, make, who makes cars, okay? Let's say there's a guy who makes cars and he does cars better than anyone. Let's say he does them in China, in, in, in Berlin. You, you don't expect that guy to be a nice guy. You don't? No. Oh, okay. But Jensen Wong is just a delightful, fantastic man. And people don't expect that. I don't know why. Why would anybody think that he'd be other than that? S&P, why? Jim. Uh, green here. There you go. It's I do not wanna, about tech. I, I do want to get you on crude, because we are aiming for four <laughs> weekly drops. And the build data has surprised a lot of people. I, I was wondering whether our president, who missed the bottom last time. Well, we bought some. We bought a million well, a couple days bought, ago. We got to refill the darn thing. Yeah. I mean, you got to refill it, because I think people felt that a little token buy, no. I I just think that there could be, even though someone was recommending EOG today and Diamondback, we sold every, anything oil except for Kotara because that's, we're not gas. David, this this is just, this is bear marketville. It's bear market. Although it's good for inflation, not core. He always has to look at the bright side. Always. It's a Pollyanna. Probably helped. I think oil going down. I don't know if it'll down. have Biden's, Biden's uh, no, but poll is, numbers on the economy. That, but. I don't go there. But but Powell is just, is there, where, I mean, there was a, there was a, I, I, Twitter I followed, rents are dropping very radically now. A lot of apartments that were being, are built all at once after COVID. I, I'm trying to figure out where Powell's losing. What is he losing on at this point? I mean, insurance has been troublesome. That's true. Yeah. And, Evan Greenberg, I think Chubb was at that meeting. He yesterday. was at that meeting. Yeah. He didn't intro yeah. uh, President Xi. Well, he's a fantastic businessman. The stock's been hit. I think the stock's good. Uh, but I I come back and I just say, Powell is just, it's just hitting, he's hitting on all cylinders. He's hitting on all cylinders. He's delivering. Coast is clear? Yes. What do you think, Jim? I think the coast is you clear. Do. I can declare victory because I was with him even before he was with him. Is it safe? It's oh, so, so he's safe, giving, you can't even believe that's, it. That's okay, a different movie now. I love it. It's safe. Yes, it, no, it's not safe. Yes, it's safe. By the way, the book is better than the movie. The William Goldman book. That's impossible. No, the, it's better than the movie, I swear. Martha. That's the Martha, most controversial thing you've ever said. Well, I, I know, and Olivier was just at his best. Olivier was Vosser, great. Roy Angel. Scheider was really yeah. Oh, and I miss Roy How do you not miss all these great actors? Well, and Dustin Hoffman's getting up there in years and so fabulous. So fabulous. I think that's the right place for us to end on yeah. Marathon, is it man. Is it safe? I don't know very if it safe. is safe. Very safe. <laughs> William Devane never gets any credit for that. Right? What a great, great band guy. Amazing. Amazing. That knife in the sleeve. Oh, Incredible. my God. Uh, so we got Green Arrows down. It's up five. Uh, S&P managing to reclaw some gains after pre-market was red. Bonds will pay close attention today to the Fed speak. Barr, Mester, Williams, Waller, oh. Barr again, Mester oh. again, and Cook with a tenure at 446. Don't miss CNBC's latest documentary tonight, Inside Track, the business of Formula One with our Sarah Eisen. It does premiere tonight on CNBC, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Meantime, I got some mixed arrows now. Dow's uh, down 15, but S&P is holding 4,500, and we will get stopped trading with Jim after a short break. 
Could the gym and stop trading? Sometimes the good guys win. Laura Albert put up amazing numbers, Williams-Sonoma. Now, initially people felt, well, well, wait a second, the top line wasn't that good. The, the bottom line is fabulous. And as she tells me, look, the presents are wrapped. Music's on. We're excited about holiday season. Uh, we went by it this weekend. And uh, in the Short Hills Mall, my wife said, that place is way too crowded. Well, I mean, that's exactly what you want if you're Williams-Sonoma CEO. And I think that she's going to have a great Christmas. And I salute her because one of the things that she's done is really make it so that they have a terrific both on-prem and uh, website. And I just think their stuff looks really good. Their Halloween stuff was killer. Do you have high? Next week, we're going to get Best Buy, A&F, Lowe's, Kohl's. Do you have hopes for those? Or is specialty going to be as volatile as it always I think is? They're, I think that everyone, the consumer is so unpredictable week to week, even like a Walmart, that I think that people are just erring on conservatives, trying to be conservative. And some people were taking it and saying, ooh, that means it's bad. And then some people were saying, OK, uh, if the stock's up a lot, we tend to think that Oh, see, like Walmart. I mean, do I want to buy Walmart down 11? That means that people want to probably sell it down 15. But I, I salute Williams-Sonoma and Target because they went for profitability. That's what people want. You know, one thing we did not mention is that at least a shutdown of the government is off the table now yes. with the Senate, and that's going to go to the president's desk. Kevin's. Yeah. One thing, after strikes and the shutdown, uh, two big potholes for Q4 well, that are... I've been arrested pretty quickly. I'll, I'll tell you, speaking of strikes, I mean, if Starbucks strike, British strike was, was going to be that bad, why, why is that stock up a percent and a quarter? I think that, look, I'm not saying that, that labor, the high tide has been reached with the autos, but I mean, that was a flat-out victory by the union. I don't think you're going to see that flat-out victory with other people because now they're ready. I don't think the autos were ready for this Sean Fain. I don't think they realized that he is not a capitalist. Well, Nissan and some others are starting to like say, we'll, we'll take care of this, we'll nip oh, this in the bud. My, I'm not, I, Walter Ruther, welcome back. Actually, a little bit stronger than Walter Ruther. Not, not Trotsky. Let's take Trotsky off the table. So tonight, on Mad I Money? I got CSX, and this is where people are rotating to. It's like, oh, okay, let's go do some industrial stuff. And remember that you still get you still get infrastructure. No one's talking about the trillion dollars that's coming next year. Joseph well, It's not all coming at once. No, no, but I'm saying that there is a tailwind. Year, there's yes. a tailwind to the economy. Mad and chips. P- people rotating back to the actual real IRA, economy. there's a lot of money. Two-year anniversary of the infrastructure bill yesterday. Yeah, and finally, it's finally coming out of the to the general contractors after all that state money. So, look for that to really help the economy. What a Jim, great show. We'll see you at six. Yep. Uh, mad money. What a week. Yeah. Uh, as we take a break, we'll turn to some of the big earnings movers: Cisco, Walmart, Baba, all on the move. We're back in two. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. 
That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.